Welcome to this week's episode of Unspoken Truth, where we bring awareness to athletes and depression. First, I'd just like to give a shout out to all my listeners, um, all, all the people that support this podcast. Um, I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Uh, without you guys, <clears throat> don't know if I'll be able to do this. Um, so all the support, all the love, everything, uh, keep bringing it on. Uh, this week, we will be talking about uh, what it's about, athletes and depression. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. Um, did some research, um, come up with a lot of you know things on depression, a uh, lot of topics, a lot of numbers and you know i did pretty much just athletes i didn't do um you know just ordinary people um not that's not athletes i kind of focused my my you know my attention straight to the athletes um and the depression and some interesting things that i have found i'm going to uh share those with you um i did some research and one of the researchers they, you know, discussed, I think it was like 600, uh, like 660 athletes. Um, there was like 163 former athletes, 117 current athletes, um, nine different universities. And <clears throat> that one of the numbers that, um, that stuck out is 17% of the current athletes show signs of depression. And, 25% of professional athletes showed the signs of depression. So as you can see, um, you know, athletes go through depression. Um, the big thing about the depression part is what are we doing about depression um, when we start noticing it? Because, we, you know, once we start noticing the signs of depression, um, a lot of things change, you know, in the way you start approaching life. And, you know, a lot of male athletes are scared to talk about the, their depression. Uh, a lot of women athletes, you know, also scared to talk about depression, but a lot of, you know, female athletes will seek out some help, some type, some, like some type, some way where a male, you know, we feel too macho, we feel, you know, above it or we'll try to figure it out ourselves and you know we're not even scratching the surface because or we'll just hide because we don't want nobody to know you know that we're having problems that we're having issues and you know these are things that as athletes we need to discuss we need to you know be more open about um is our is our depression so you know, we, we have to, you know, identify like personal identity, you know, we, we have to identify our depression as athletes, seek out that help, you know, keep that, I call it keeping the door open because, you know, you have to reach out because, you know, when you hit that, when you hit depression, you never know how it's going to affect you. Um, you know, you'll start seeing changes in, you know, your lifestyle that you didn't expect sometimes a lot of times you see uh changes in your lifestyle and behaviors that you don't even recognize yourself so 
you know, you have to seek out that that depression. You know, also depression, you know, it, it, it affects your changes in your lifestyle. Um, the way you live in, the way you eat and the way you sleep in, um, you, you know, depression, you can you can gain weight because, you you know, you start eating more at bad times um, and you're not working out no more as, like you used to. And you start seeing the weight gain and, you know, it's all, you know, related to your depression that we're scared to talk about. And a lot, some, a lot of times we, we catch that, um, at the wrong time, or we try to catch it and it's too late, you know, um, because you done hit rock bottom, but there's always a positive side to it. You know, you might hit rock bottom, but the positive side is you could bounce back from it. You know, you just have to take the necessary steps to bounce back um, out of depression. You have to, you know, look at some bright things that you have done in your life, some bright things that, you know, are that you're doing currently at the moment, and you have to build on those. Um, you know, get, coming out of depression, you know, is just like losing weight when you get older. You know, it, it takes time. It's easier to put on the weight and is, you know, is harder to take off. It's just like depression. Depression is easier to attack you, but it's harder to get out of it because, you know, we're searching for a way to, you know, get out of it without knowing how to, you know, get out of it. And sometimes what we think is the right way is definitely not the right way, you know, where you need to go seek out help, you need to go seek out counseling, you need to seek out somebody to talk to um, and, you know, to help you with your, you know, your prognosis, your, your you know, your, your depression. Um, you know, we, we see depression come from all shapes and, you know, take shapes and forms and sizes and, you know, uh, one of the stressors could be stress from playing at a high level, you know, of the sport that you're playing. Coming from, you know, high school and you go to a big division or not even going to say a big division. You're coming from high school and you take that leap into any university or college on any level. You know, it's a big, it's a big change. You're playing at a different level of what you're used to. Um, you know, stress, the stress from trying to get on the field, the stress from, you know, working out, the stress from, you know, not understanding, you know, how the game has changed from high school to college. And, you know, you, you find yourself battling depression because you never looked at it as my next step, preparing for the next step. Like you never looked at it that way. And, you know, that, that depression will creep in on you because just the stress of being at that level that you're at, that you're not in high school no more, you know, trying to be a starter, you know, are you, are you, you know, mentally prepared, you know, to take on, you know, the plays, the, the workouts, the, the schoolwork, uh, are you, you know, distressed from, you know, being a unorganized high school student to, trying to be organized as a college student. You know, these are all things that that bring on 
you know, stress that lead to the depression, you know, because if, if you fell at one of those, you know, one I fell at something that you're trying to achieve and one of those steps along the way, you know, that's where the depression will come in and, you know, it'll eat you alive, you know, also like anxiety from, you know, the environment that you're in, you know, you playing in front of 50,000, you know, fans and say you drop a pass and they start booing you, you know, and then you go on social media, which is, you know, it could be good and it could be evil. You know, you, you go in there, you check it out. And, you know, some of these fans take it so far where they're threatening your life, they're threatening your family, all because you dropped a pass or you missed a field goal or you missed a shot or you, you know, you kicked the ball and it didn't go in the net. So, you know, all these, all this anxiety from, you know, the, the environment that you're in, you know, how do you handle that? And, and these are all, you know, all the stuff that we're talking about is just things that, you know, lead to depression, um, depression, and it, 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 it turn your whole, whole life around. Um, imagine being in a game and, you know, you get injured, you get, you know, you get injured in the game, you know, and the doctor come in and be like, Hey, you know, you got to sit out a year and, you know, now you start thinking all negative thoughts like, man, am I going to be able to recover from this injury? Um, you know, is my spot still going to be there? Am I still going to have my scholarship? You know, these are all things that lead to, you know, depression, uh, being depressed. And, you know, say you go to uh, you go to rehabilitation for your injury and you just you just aren't healing right. Things aren't going, you know. The rehabilitation process isn't going the way you want it. You know, they might have told you five months and, you know, now you're at a year and, you know, you go to cut and it just don't feel right, you know, and you're you're battling this injury, you know, and you say this injury caused you to lose your speed or lose your, your you know, your directional movement. It's just, you know, all these things lead to depression. You know, this is where we have to, you know, seek out, seek out, you know, the help that, you know, the, that way you don't, you don't seek so low where, you know, you leave college, uh, you start doing harm to yourself, which causes not just harm to you, it causes harm to, you know, more people in your circle, like your parents, your, you know, your friends, your, you know, your, your cousins and, you know, just people around you, your circle, you know, you're, you're causing harm to them because, you know, the sadness that you have because you're depressed is, is, you know, it, it jumps out, it jumps out and it, and it goes other places. So just by you being depressed, you know, it, it leads to more than just, you know, just you. So, you know, think about that. You know, if you're listening out there for all my listeners, think about that. When you're depressed, who does it affect? You know, you're, you're just not affecting just yourself. You know, you're affecting your circle. You're affecting people around you. You know, just, you know, your attitude might be different. You know, all that, all that plays a part, you know, so seek out that help. You know, some, some more things that, you know, once, once I was reading and, 
you know, doing the research, some more things that um, one of the things that popped out, let's talk about it, is, you know, signs of depression, you know, a um, couple things, uh, fatigue, you know, um, tired all the time. You just don't have it in you. Um, you know, your, your will to, to go hard is not there no more. You know, you don't, you don't have that will to, to, to go on. You know, you're just tired. You know, you're depressed. Depressed will take, you know, to suck the energy out of you. So, you know, that that's one. Uh, air, being irritable, you know, always showing attitudes, being mad, being frustrated. Uh, every little thing, somebody say something to you, you know, and your, your response is you snapping back at somebody. You know, things like that, like being just, you know, not hearing what you want to hear or the way somebody says something to you, it, it makes you snap out. So that's another one being irritable, um, hopelessness, you know, that to me, that's, that's a big one, you know, where you just lose all hope with life, you know, and that's where it start creeping in about suicide, you know, which, you know, depression can lead to suicide because you just feel like there's no more. Um, no more that you feel that you can do because of your situation or the way your situation has changed. Um, self-confidence, you know, you lose, you lose that self-confidence. You don't find it in yourself, you know, to, to go on, to do the things that you once was a star at doing, you know, um, drinking and drugs, you know, a, a big thing in college is a, a lot of these young kids think, you know, I can go to these college, you know, these parties and, and drink and do drugs and, you know, but the depression, you know, leads you to do these things because like I said, all these signs, you know, lead you to do, you know, all this negativity, you know, drinking and drugs is, is, is a big, you know, big issue, you know, um, you're, you know, when you're young, you're feeling that you know, you're more, you have more power, you have more control of, of things where you're not even scratching the surface. So going out and, and, and trying, you know, trying these drugs, trying these, you know, drinking and things like that, it, it ruins your career and you're ruining your career and you don't even know it yet. Um, when I talk about drinking and drugs, one of the things that pop into my mind is, you know, Lynn Bias. Lynn Bias was, you know, a star, you know, supposedly the next, I ain't gonna say the next, he was supposed to be the Michael Jordan of the NBA. And he got drafted by the Boston Celtics. And if I'm not mistaken, the night of the draft, he overdosed on, on drugs, you know, um, could he been fighting demons, you know, deep inside? I, you know, we we don't know that answer. You know, God rest his soul, but we we don't know that answer. Um, could have been, you know, you know, something going on inside him that nobody knew. Why, you know, how long has he been doing drugs? You know, that's a, that's a question that comes to mind. Like, how long has he been doing it? Why has he been doing it? You know, was it something missing in his life? You know, missing pieces in his life that, that led him, you know, down that road, you know, there's a, there's a number of athletes, 
that, you know, didn't pass away, but a number of athletes that have battled, you know, drinking, you know, alcohol and, and drugs or, or, you know, pills, whatever. But we have a number of athletes that, that are battling that today, you know, and it's causing that depression and they're, you know, lost family members, uh, lost friends, lost houses, lost cars, lost wages. Um, and they're battling that depression, you know, and, you know, you're starting to see a little more, little more, um, of the athletes coming to the light, telling their stories. Um, sometimes it's, it's years later, they tell the story of what they went through and we're sitting there in awe because we never seen that side of them. And then they tell their story and it's like, oh man, like, I can't believe this, this person went through this, you know, at the end of the day, even though it could be a star who made it professionally, still human, they're still, you know, still go through life, still go through day-to-day situations. Um, you know, um, what, another thing that we'll, we'll touch on is, especially with men, is the, the, the feeling of losing masculinity. Like, one thing about us men, you know, if we're challenged, we have a problem. And we don't want nobody to know our problems. Um, we all go through it as men, at some point in life, as men, we're going to go through it. And we, we have to be able to open up. We have to be able to have hard conversations. Um, it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you no less of a man, but we men, we have to have these hard conversations. If we do not have these hard conversations, we will go on. We will listen. Your life will go on for years and you'll be in turmoil inside yourself, inside your mind. Um, every day you wake up, you'll be telling your you be telling yourself you just can't go no more. Um, so as men, we you know we're challenged. You know we are challenged. We feel strong all the time. We want to be strong all the time, but inside we are weak. You know, we think we're, we think we're tough. We're think, we're think we're, you know, the be all, you know, to everything. And at the end of the day, we're not, you know, when that, when that, you know, depression hit, you know, we need to lean on people. We need to lean on, you know, our spouses, our friends, you know, our parents, you know, um, sometimes if it's beneficial for you, go to counseling, hear from somebody else, you know, to help you as a man, you know, be able to open up, you know, um, even privately, you know, sometimes we, you know, we don't want to share, you know, issues. Um, you know, I use myself as an example, you know, I didn't realize what depression was until, you know, certain situations happened in my life. And me, I was a person who I didn't want to talk to nobody. You know, I would shut down. I would keep my feelings to myself, you know, but then what happens is I found myself um, blowing up, you know, at people who 
would it would ask me something or say something happened and I didn't like it. I would just instantly blow up. And all the reason why is because I was holding my feelings in. I was, you know, I was depressed. I was down. I was at a low point and, and I would just hold everything in. And then at one time I would let everything out, you know, and one day, you know, somebody said to me, man, listen, like for real, I, I think like, have you ever been depressed? You know, but as a, as a man, Nah, I ain't never been depressed. I ain't never felt that. I ain't never had that feeling like I'm not depressed. I'm I'm cool. I'm good. Like I'm good. You know, that that's the that's the you know, one of the phrases we 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 use when we hide the things. I'm I'm good. I don't need no help. We I'm good. You know, or whatever it is, I'll get through it. You know, nah, like no. Be open about it. Like, you know, tell them what you're going through. You know, and you'll see, you'll start turning it around and, you know, you start seeing that, that, that sunshine again, you start, you know, seeing that positivity that will help you get through your day, get through your hour, you know, but as men, we have to be able to open up. And if we don't open up, you know, we, we just, it's like you're building a wall, you know, tear that wall down and, and I'm sure you'll see, you know, that that rest, that rest, uh sunshine that's there waiting for you. You know, it's there. Every day that ray of sunshine is there. We just have to find ways to see that light. Um, here's something I read, too, um, about an, uh, an athlete that I have met before, like literally sat down. He probably don't remember this because I'm sure he's met a lot of people. But I read this article. Um, it's about Michael Phelps. And it was talked it talked about like him having uh thoughts of suicide, you know, which was shocking to me. Like I said, we don't we see the outside. You know, here's here's a person with n- numerous gold medals, was a star in the Olympics. You know, we see what the TV shows us. But when you sit down and you, and you read this stuff about somebody who's opened up about their life um, and you see that, you know, that they're human and you, they go through problems like we go through problems. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have the gold medals, but guess what? I can relate to depression with this person, even though he's a star athlete, I can relate. We have something relatable. We went through I, I went through depression. You know, and hopefully, you know, he, he's at a point in his life where he, he he was able to come out that and he's making his way. He's seen that 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 sunshine. He's seen that light and he walked towards it and, and, and living a positive life right now. So. um, You know, another thing they talked about in the article is, you know, he, you know, didn't want to portray. Uh, no signs of weakness. Think of, think about that for a second. You know, we as athletes always want to be strong. We always want to always want to be, you know, that person. You know, and that goes for male and female athletes. We don't never want to show weakness. Think about it. From the time that we played midget football 
all the way up to, you know, if you go to college or high school or whatever sport you played and you started at a young age till your adult life, you was always taught you didn't want to show no weakness. You know, imagine how that plays in in trying to explain to somebody your depression. These are all things that we want to talk about. Like, like I said, look, look at Robert Williams, comedian. You, ooh, no, nobody's seen it coming. You know, um, and it's always a shocker to us. You know why? Because because when nobody discusses it, nobody talks about it, and it happens, and we come to find out like how depressed a person was. You know. This is why, you know, reach out, talk to somebody. Because, you know, I I can't look at you and say, I know you're depressed and you're sitting there smiling in my face. That's something that's hard to pinpoint, you know, but if you sit down and be like, hey, man, just let me have your ear for like five, 10 minutes. Let me talk to you, you know. That five, 10 minutes could change your life. That five, 10 minutes could make you see that sunshine, could make you see that light, could bring that positive back to you and make you turn around for the better. So don't be scared. Don't be scared to talk about, you know, being depressed. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, tools out there in the world that you could use, you know, don't be afraid to use them. You know, you have your counselors, reach out. You have your, your friends, reach out. You have your family, reach out to them. Don't be scared to talk to them, talk to them, have them hard conversations because some, a, a lot of times you have those conver- them hard conversations it leads to an easier, easier life. Things become clear. Decision-making becomes easy. You can get back on that field because you know why? You had that conversation with that doctor when you was depressed. And even though you had to go a little bit longer, it worked out for you in the end because you came back better. You was fatigued. You was tired. That depression had you fatigued, but you came back a ball of energy. You know, you was irritable. Nobody could talk to you because you always snapped out, but now you're willing to listen. You know, all because you had talked to somebody and they they helped you see that light. Now somebody come and talk to you. Now you can listen to them. Now you can make those changes without snapping out. You know, hopelessness. Now you have hope. Now you have that dream. You're willing to just get back on that path, you know, and you're ready to succeed because it's there for you. It's there for the taking. So, you know, it's it's there. Seek it out. Um, you know, the self-confidence. You have it. You back your chest is out walking around big man on campus again, you know, ready to take on the crowd of 50 to a hundred thousand, you know, you miss that free throw and they boo you. You ready to go to the hole, get fouled and hit that free throw again. 
because you you know that depression ain't there. You ready for it? You know, all because you had conversations. You know, and another big one we talked about was the alcohol and the drugs. You know, you put it down. You ready to, you know what? I'm putting it down. I'm not touching it. I'm ready to focus. Your focus is there. You know, your focus is there. And then lastly, you ready to share your story. You're ready to share your story. You're not afraid to share your story now. You know why? Because the story that you're getting ready to share, you know, you see somebody else walking that path and you're able to share your story. You know why? Because you shared your story with somebody and they was willing to lend a hand and help you. And now you're ready to return that favor because you see your fellow athlete, your fellow friend, whoever you see their face, you see the tone. I mean, you hear the tone, you see it in them. And you know where they're at because you you were there. And this is me. I just want to tell everybody, thank you again for tuning in to this episode of The Unspoken Truth. Um, we're going to keep bringing awareness to athletes and depression. Um, it's, a, it's a big topic. A lot of people... Don't like discussing it. Don't like talking about it. But I really feel that it's important in today's society. And I'm going to keep sharing. I'm going to keep sharing my story. I'm going to keep sharing stories about athletes and depression. We're going to try to help our student athletes of today. And hopefully it, it maybe help, you know, some people that's not student athletes that just going through it right now. So I just want to say thank you again. Thank you to all my listeners. and. As we, as you know, how we do it whenever we end the show, let's go.